Hey, neighbor, I'm out here on the back porch, and uh, my dog's with me, uh, Roxy, and I got a, a Sonny Crockett. And if you hear that uh, tussling, don't, don't let anybody listen. You know, um, I have more fun as I walk uh, the face of the earth. And right now, don't you think that uh, you and I are living in hard times? And don't you think that probably the worst is yet to come? I think it, uh, it is because that's what the doctor said. Now, I have a lot of neighbors, and they have all sorts of persuasions in regard to politics. Some of them get real political, and then some of them get their religion in there and make it get political. And uh, then I had one guy say there ought not to be any politics, and the other guy said there ought not to be any religion. It's, it's the biggest mess you ever saw. And I decided to step forth and uh, enter the fray. And, I, and I, before I did that, I got myself armed with some, uh, with some word. And I went over to uh, Axe uh, just randomly at random. Uh, and I found uh, Acts 21 and verse 39. Now, and now when I read that, I uh, had a word come into play that I thought would answer the problem. How much politics do we need in our religion? And how much religion should we have in our politics? <laughs> Well, I could ask you what you think, and you could ask me what I think. But now I'm going to ask you to consider what, the, uh, what these uh, books say that everybody uses to base their thoughts on. I cheat, though. I use a book called The Bible Keywords. Now, The Bible Keywords is a book that has three things. It has the old book. It has the new book. And it has in between those two the English translation of the Hebrew and of the Greek. Now, I presume that you're not a rookie of this thing, so I'm going to move on and, and, and go to this part. Now, remember what I said. Uh, my neighbors in my neighborhood have a tendency to get their religion and their politics uh, into tarnation. And I believe if we lived like Will Rogers, who said, I never met a person I didn't like until they started talking to me, <laughs> we'd all get along better. So here's what I'm going to do. I go out before I enter into any conversation. I study. I uh, look it up. I use my Bible keywords. Now, that's a book that you can find in almost any bookstore, especially if it's a Christian bookstore, because it's basically just a Bible study, uh, study of the words in the book. Well, there you go. So as I was out there walking today around the block, making movies and silly stuff, uh, you know, just kidding around. Hey, I'm, I'm locked up, man. The, the, the virus has us. And I thought, ain't no virus going to keep me down. No, sir. Me and Hank Williams are fighting the power. And uh, we're radically resisting the temptation to just give up. Uh, if Hank Williams could do it, I can too. You can too. And here's what we did. So I'm out there walking. In, and uh, I have the, uh, the ability to make someone uh, get angry without just, with just looking at them. And this guy came up and he said, uh, hey, what about this? And I thought, oh, great, <laughs> because he had got his religion and his politics all tangled up. Now, I don't know what tribe he was in. There's all kinds of religious uh, tribes. There really are. There's so many different kinds of religion. You can't, uh, you can't think you're, it, it'll make your head spin. Go ahead and try counting them. Uh, I had a friend that was in the Baptist church. He told me he was, and I said, and I said what, what kind of Baptist are you? And, oh, my gosh, he said, I never thought about that. I said, well, there's free will, no will. <laughs>
Uh, there's the Will Rogers Church of, uh, you know, uh, well, I said, which one are you in? I don't, I don't know where you're coming from, man. So anyway, you see what I mean? Then brands, what's your brand? Uh, and uh, somebody might say, what's yours? Well, I, I, I'm doing, you get your own podcast. You go over to anchor.fm and you know what? They'll, uh, they'll give you a, a podcast. Mr. Gunner, what is a podcast? Well, it's what you're listening to. It's, it's an audio. Uh, well, how much does it cost to buy a, a podcast? It doesn't cost a dime. Well, isn't that something? Well, I, I, welcome to uh, welcome to America. And uh, you know what? Where I live, the uh, county courthouse says the right to rule rests with the people. Well, how's anybody going to understand anything if the people sit around in silence and darkness and don't ever learn anything? Get a podcast going. I'll listen to it. Go to Anchor FM and uh, learn how to use those tools. They're so simple. Even I could do it. You know, I was talking to the uh, gentleman, and he began his discourse. Uh, he began to sound like one of the great Roman senators or one of the apostles of the Bible. And I thought, wow, this guy has really worked on this. In fact, he kind of forgot I was there. He was putting on a great oration. He could have been a, uh, a an actor. He could have been an Abraham Lincoln movie. And I was amazed. I really thought he did a good job. I still don't know what tribe he's in, though. I couldn't figure that out. I think, really, to be honest with you, he's in the tribe of me worship. Aren't I a fine fellow? Well, I, I, I don't know, really. Who knows what you're like except maybe your servant or your wife. Now, they know a lot more than what they're telling. A man's valet knows quite a bit, doesn't he? Let me talk to you real serious, neighbor. Thank you for coming to the podcast. It's called The Neighbors, and I'm talking about what happens when a neighbor begins to talk and he lets himself get his politics and his religion Tangled up, and before you know it, he's probably got somebody mad at him, and uh, that's bad for the hood. Earlier today, I was talking to a fellow, and he said, Steve, are there any news in the neighborhood? And I said, well, you know, if you'd come to the podcast every day, you wouldn't have to ask me that. For example, if you want to know just straight-up news, no, straight-up news. Now, I'm not talking about an anecdote like uh, I'm telling. I'm talking about straight-up news. That's my dogs. Don't worry about it. Earlier today, the uh, police issued a public alert. They said, be on the alert, be on a, uh, be on lookout, Bolo. Be on the lookout for people who look like they're from Missouri. You can tell the people of Missouri have a certain skin tonation. Hey. Yeah, it was the sheriff. Thanks, thank you, uh, thank you, sir. The sheriff has uh, told them to quit it. You know, my grandson walked by the other day, and he said he started coughing. And he, he he coughed. I said, "Strike one. <laughs> Keep your social distance, please." That's my dog's running. I wish you could see him. I uh, said I saw the report. It said it indicated to be on the lookout for a gang of malicious men from McDonald County, Missouri. Now, not everybody from McDonald County, Missouri, is malicious and uh, meth-addled. And, no, they're not. But they do look different. And uh, you, if you've ever been up there, you can tell they, they're seedy, uh, shaggy, uh, uh, and they're, they're just, not, it's just not quite genteel. Not, it's not the same as, well, I'm just going to say that loud. It's not the same as being here in Benton County. Okay, the sheriff said, watch it. 
And I and I am going to watch it. Listen, I, oh, sorry about that. I, think, I seem to have hit a button there. Sorry, I'm trying to make the dogs be quiet. As I said, be on the lookout, neighbors. There is a malicious gang of men from McDonald County. Uh, I don't think there are any women in the gang. They are uh, they are the well-known uh, descendants of Jesse James. Jesse James, during the Civil War time, uh, was a draft dodger and did not fight for either the Union, that would be the side of the Americans, or the treasonous, disloyal Confederates, that would be the secessionists. In other words, they were the men that were guilty of trying to destroy this Union. In case you've forgotten what the Civil War was about. <laughs> anyway, they uh, they hid in the caves. Jesse James did, and they were uh, they were not for anybody except themselves. And they began to be a gang of some reputation. And I believe they were able to invade the North and rob the great uh, bank up there in the northern city of uh, what's it called? Uh, it was called the Northwestern Chicago Field uh, Incident. Right here in Bentonville, we we had a case where a Bell Star and some of her gang came in. Lady criminals are rare, but they're, when, they're, uh, when you meet one, they're vicious. If you go down from where I live, there's a, there's a uh, Marshall's Museum. It's got all the famous marshals. It's got all the famous judges, including the hanging judge, Roy Bean. Uh, well, it's closed. The uh, virus got it. And I had this neighbor talking to me about his politics and his religion, and, 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 I, and I shared that with him about the current events. I said, be on the lookout for the uh, meth-addicted people up there. I can't help it. They do look a little bit different. They, are, uh, they speak funny. They talk. Uh... Uh -huh. I'm being uh, ridiculed by uh, the sheriff, so I'm going to move on. And when that conversation turned to the man's religion, and he began to apply his tortured logic to... Uh, the beautiful uh, words of the Bible. I, I, I hark back to my Bible keyword, and I'd like to read what uh, what he was he was working on this part where it says, "And it came to pass that when I was come again to Jerusalem, even while I prayed in the temple, I was in a trance." In other words, he was in the he was in a holy trance, and I saw him, and he said unto me, uh, "Quick, get out of Jerusalem, that they will not receive thy testimony about me." And he said this, I, can, I perceive, uh-oh, wait a minute, hold it. <laughs> Did you ever do that? I'm on the wrong page. Oh, my goodness. Well, I'll quote it from memory. You should memorize the Bible because at some point you may be locked up by the Islamic terrorists, and the only thing that will get you through is your memorization of the Bible. He leadeth me beside the still waters. And yea, yea, though I walk through the battle of the shadow of death, I'm not scared of these Islamic terrorists. See? They ask him, who are you? They asked Paul for his identity. He looked at him and he said, let me tell you something. I'm, I'm a citizen. Are you with me? Did you get me? I'm a citizen of no mean city. He's talking about the city of Tarsus, well known for its scholarship, its uh, wealth, its power. And unlike my, my part of the town, they had sidewalks. And here's what I said to him. I'd let him walk way out there on the limb of being a smart aleck and knowing all about it. How many times have I told you these people that 
are always right, and then they look at you and say, you know what, you're always wrong. Don't you get tired of that? You know, they're wrong sometimes. I am too. He said, Steve, isn't that right? And he's quoting the Bible, and he was torturing the logic of language, and and I, and I just had to tell him to quit it. And I said, sir, uh, I perceive that thou knowest not what thou speakest of. <laughs> I slipped into King James for a minute. And I said, "Can I? Do you really want to know what I think?" And he said, "He said, yeah." I said, "I think it's again. Uh, I think it's sinful to uh, participate in, in politics if you're a Christian." What? And and, and you know, he, he mentioned how uh, Billy Graham or Franklin Graham or whoever it is was praising uh, one particular uh, president over another one. Now I don't I don't know. I said, "Hey, uh, did you uh, show me in the Bible where Christ said this emperor is a whole lot better than that last one?" <laughs> See, look, here's the thing about it. Somebody asked him the same question that they were putting on Paul. Who are you, buddy, and where are you coming from? Because he was an itinerant man. You know, this man from Nazareth, he wandered around. He, he talked, uh, he talked uh, beautiful lessons of life. His, his language was uh, beautiful. He could sit on, uh, sit on a hill and... Uh, People would gather around, and he would just talk to them about the sparrows, flowers of the field, the beautiful things in life. And he, and he would say, why don't you live that way? They don't spend. They don't toil. Why are you working so hard? Because we're all slaves to an industrial system. It's extracting our very souls and taking our souls to hell. Well, I mean that, really. I really mean that. Maybe it's just a metaphor to you, but I mean it for real. Uh, someone said, don't you like cruise ships? No, I don't, because they, they go into a city that was one time ruled by the local people. They had, a, they had their customs, and they had their wisdom, and they had their knowledge of nature and the, and the wonderful things in their town and the lilies of their fields. And then, and then the, uh, the uh, tourists came in with their billions of dollars, and it all, it all looks like Branson, which is a fun, but it's not real. And I said to him, sir, uh, I'm going to prove to you what I'm saying. And, and if I'm wrong, you prove me wrong. Don't tell me how you feel. Prove me wrong. I said, listen, you ask me and I'm going to tell you. I said, uh, Brother David Lipscomb wrote a book about it. He was asked the question, should a Christian participate in human politics? He said, well, I don't know the answer. Let's turn to the, uh, to the book and let that be the uh, judge. If, if, if we say we're going to live by it, let it be the judge. And so he turned to the book and it said this, a gang uh, of Pharisees and a gang of others and seculars and atheists and, and a whole bunch of, I don't know, professors uh, at the temple at the, uh, you know, the uh, theology school in Jerusalem uh, said, uh, what are you? What tribe you in? He looked at him and he said, pox on all of you. I hope I hope you all get I hope you all get the uh, corona because I'm not of this world and I'm not my kingdom is not of this world. Now isn't that something? He said my citizenship is up there, over yonder, in the beautiful by and by. Now I don't know what you make of that, and maybe maybe I make too much of it. This is that beautiful bird. I'm a Franciscan of the uh, Christian dimension, and I believe that. Uh, all of creation is saying to me right now, listen to that. Isn't it pretty?
I love it. That's time for me to go. I hope I gave that man the right answer. I told him, I said, you know what? You're too worried about the things of this world, in my opinion. I could be wrong. You're too worried about uh, what part of town you live in. You spend all your time in the restless, relentless pursuit of more money than you need. And I said, I don't mean to put you down, buddy, but you've turned, uh, turned uh, politics into a war. The other team's the enemy. He said, I, I said, I don't believe that. I believe that the other team is my neighbor. This is the Neighbors Podcast, and we're dedicated and united to the idea that the people of this county ought to run this county. Be on the lookout for outlaws, hucksters, fakes, phonies. They're in every church, they're in every school, they're in every neighborhood. Look for somebody that's real, someone that practices religion. She's not out here right now, so I can tell you something. My wife and I were driving through town the other day, and she made me stop because there was a homeless man standing in front of our library, and I thought, my God, look at him. He had a, he had a ragged look. He had a no, t- a no teeth, toothless man. I thought, get your teeth fixed, please. Of course, I didn't loan him any money, but I mean, but I mean, you know, and and uh, and I could just uh, smell it, smell him a mile off. I mean, come on, take a bath, pal. And there he was, just the epitome of failure. And my wife said, "Stop!" And I thought, "No, uh, no, <laughs> that might get on us." Well, okay, she made me stop. We rolled down the window, and my wife stuck her head out and say, "Hey, fella." He looked up like, oh, please don't make me leave. I've been run off from every place I've gone to. Can I just lay down for a minute? I have nowhere to lay my head. You know, that, that, that's a quote from Jesus Christ. They ran him from town to town for being, uh, you know, homeless. And my wife leaned out, leaned out the uh, window and said as, as sweet a way as a person could, we have uh, bought your supper down at the Spud Doctor. And Josh and Courtney and uh, Mark and his beautiful wife have cooked it. And all you have to do is get yourself over there. And it's just right here. It's just a block away from where we were standing. And uh, don't worry because it's already paid for. I love my wife because you know what? She practices a religion I can see. Thank you for being my neighbor. Come back tomorrow. Bye.